Kia ora and welcome to Jules from NZ, a weekly podcast chocker with all things Aotearoa New Zealand and some about me, Jules. Cheer. Kia ora my lovelies and welcome to the first episode of Jules from NZ for 2020, the year of the double crit. Uh, very exciting. I got a few exciting things to announce in this episode actually, so let's crack on with that. First exciting thing, well mostly exciting to me, is that I've had a birthday since I last talked to you. Yep, 37. That's a new number to remember. It's a lot harder to remember that one than you'd think too. I'm still telling everybody I'm 36 apparently and it happened, what, like seven days ago or something? Anyway, um, I had my birthday on New Year's Day, which for those of you who just went, what an awesome birthday! Nope. It's terrible, but that's a whole another side issue. Um, I did actually have a really good birthday this year. Uh, I spent New Year's Day with my friends and my family playing games over good food and it was just lovely. I got to play one of my favorite games that's not TTRPG, um, Unstable Unicorns, which is just a really fun, quirky uh, card game which races by and just uh, is full of laughs. So I love that. Um, and I also, um, my friend bought along the card game Flux, and so I got to learn how to play that with the Firefly set, which was pretty awesome because Firefly, I mean, who doesn't love Firefly? So that was really, really wicked. Um, well, and I, then I was like, okay, Jules, well, are you just going to talk about your birthday, uh, this podcast? And I thought, no, to celebrate my birthday, because it's very traditional to have cake on your birthday. Yes, that's still a thing here in New Zealand. We're not that weird. Um, And you know, it's traditional to share cake with those you love. um, And it's a bit hard for me to kind of send you all cake uh, (laughs) to various places in the world of everywhere you are. So I thought what I would do instead is tell you about a rather famous type of cake that we have in New Zealand with a notoriously difficult to pin down history Um, and that'll be kind of my way of sharing birthday cake with you all. Uh, And if anyone knows anything about New Zealand and notorious cakes, you may know what's coming. Yep, it's the Pavlova. Treasures from the Vault. Okay, so this dessert has wound its way into the mythology of New Zealand as well as the hearts and stomachs of the nation. As with anything this important, we gave it a nickname. The Pav. So you're probably thinking what type of cake could be so important to a whole nation, right? Well, the story of the Pavlova is one that has divided rooms and brought people to tears in a very passionate defense. We're always defending it fiercely against the bloody Aussies making claims to it and it turns out that that's not even the worst part. Before I go any further I need to put a potentially triggering warning label right here. So dear Pavlova was created in New Zealand argument supporters. I'm talking to you now. I love you and I'm with you all the way, but it seems we may have to concede just a teeny 
tiny small kind of issue. And if you don't want to hear me discuss this, please skip to sort of the end of this episode and say blissfully unaware and confident in your arguments. And think of me unable to do so anymore in my desire to do right by my listeners. Okay, anyway, with that warning done, onwards into the breach, towards truth, dear Pav lovers. So the worst part is that we may not even have invented it, after all, either of us. This is kind of a shock to both countries at a party, let me tell you. Ears closed, there's a lot of fist waving as you try and drop these facts. So for safety's sake right now for myself, I'm doing this in a closed room with no one home. Because if they hear me through the walls, I'm not going to be able to get this done. So, Kiwis and Aussies have argued over who created the Pavlova since forever ago. Since Anna Pavlova, the ballerina visited down under in the 1920s and both countries invented the same dessert for her kind of at the same time apparently but in actuality not quite does it matter yes it bloody does australia has tried to claim many things from famous race horses to pop bands and we cannot and will not ever let them have the pavlova it's a true Kiwi thing. Just, ugh. Anyway. Okay, so here's the thing, right? We kind of invented it first, sort of. Okay, so Anna was a terribly beautiful and skillful dancer. Why did I say terribly? That's kind of a weird word to use there for a ballerina. She was just beautiful and skillful. Let's just go with that. She was super light, like light as a feather on stage. A dessert that is light and fluffy and sweet dedicated to her absolutely makes sense. The pav is basically a giant meringue topped with cream and fresh fruit. In Aussie, it's kind of crunchier. Here in New Zealand, it's usually more marshmallowy. And we use kiwi fruit on the top of ours to decorate, which of course makes it totally different, right? But it's actually pretty much the same. It's a summer staple. And Christmas dessert, absolute must-have on the Christmas table. It's made of like egg whites, sugar, vinegar, vanilla essence, and tragically, cornflour. Basically, you beat that for well over 20 minutes until the peaks of the egg whites are just right and everything is mixed perfectly. This dessert is not for the faint-hearted. Many have tried and failed. Tears are common in the pursuit of the perfect pav. Uh, And I have achieved true fluffy gorgeousness twice in my life. And yes, they are actually glowing highlights of the pinnacle of my kitchen success. But Jules, wait, hang on, I hear you say. Go back to the tragically thing. Yes, it does seem a weird thing to say about a white flowery substance that never did anyone any harm. But it did. It has given a whole nation a false belief of ownership for many, many years. 
Damn you, cornflower! Damn you to See, some very smart booty people who were sick of the Aussie-New Zealand argument decided to put it to bed. They found out some crucial facts. To begin with, mostly about the Australian rivalry. You know, like how the first recorded pavlova recipe in New Zealand appeared in 1927. We win, right? Yeah, nope. Apparently it was a multicoloured jelly dessert from a book called Davis Dainty Dishes. Which is kind of a weird thing to name after a ballerina. Jelly? Like wibble wobble wibble wobble jelly on a plate doesn't exactly spell floaty ballerina to me. So yeah, New Zealand could have upped your game. Anyway, uh, but then they found out that there is evidence for the meringue dessert from around this time also with recipes for it appearing in New Zealand publications in like 1928-29, somewhere around there. They found out that there is also an Australian reference to it in a recipe by Bert Sash, uh, chef in Perth, Western Australia, but that's actually believed to date from about 1935, so it still looks like we win, right? Yeah, wrong. It turns out that the fluffy cake-like meringue idea came from overseas, carried to us on the back of that Damn cornflower box imported to both Australia and New Zealand in the 1890s. Now, it's not quite the same, obviously, as that recipe as it is now. And you could argue, and I probably will for the future, blindly ignoring all of this information, that with small changes to a recipe, it does kind of mean it's a new one, right? It may have had an idea planted by an American company who got that from a version of a German tort, actually. However, the final form was made in Aotearoa, New Zealand, first by all evidence found, and that is enough for me to stand by it still. After all, we've looked after it for so long, treasured it and loved it and made it a home. You'd be a monster to take our pavlova away from us now. I think I'm calling my next pet pavlova. Seems appropriate. Anyway, if you'd like to give our beloved national treasure a go yourself, hit me up for a recipe. Um, all you need is the ingredients that I specified before, a very strong mixing arm, a pretty good oven that'll maintain a solid constant temperature for a while because when I was flatting boy was it hard with the old flat oven to get it right uh <laughs> yeah so save yourself the trouble and you know make sure you're using a good oven and I will share the recipe that I always use and give you all of my good wishes as well you will wow at parties with this one for Sure, hands down. Anyway, that's the Pavlova and all of its crazy history. Just time to shine. Okay, so it's time now for the part you've all been waiting for. Who is going to be the winner of the first ever Jewels from NZ giveaway? No, that's not enough of a drum roll. That's just me tapping on my desk. That was really lame. Uh, anyway, so I had 11 entries that delivered epic NZ facts 
and did all the things that you were supposed to do. So good job following instructions to those 11 people. You rock. Uh, and when I realized it was only 11 entries that had followed all of the instructions, in true TTRPG fashion, I decided to, to do this. I would roll a d12 and call a 1, a crit fail, and just kind of roll it again. Um, so I numbered you all randomly, 2 to 12, and, well, I guess... You know, let's do this. I'm actually rolling um, with my brand new dice from um, Dice Vault. Thanks, Dice Vault. Um, I bought myself these really pretty blue and green colored. Anyway, you don't want to know about my dice. You want to know what I rolled. Okay. Chills. <laughs> like, get on with it. Okay. Oh, my God. It's a nine. Who's Who's nine? Who's nine? I know it's not Joey because he pestered me just before to find out what number he was when he found out I was going to roll. Oh my God, it's, aha, it's, it's Scott. <laughs> That's awesome. So it's, it's Scott from Shocking Gas. Hey Scott, you're getting a New Zealand t-shirt. Oh my God, I'm so excited. Um, I guess I'm just excited. Sorry, I'm just really excited when it's someone I know. I get really <laughs> excited. Um, so congrats to make it. That's going to be awesome. Um, I'm going to get in touch with you really soon to organize that. Yay, I'm so excited. I love giving things away. I should do this all the time. Best birthday ever. <laughs> Just Gems. Hey, it's Evil Jeff from Minions and Musings. Calling to wish you a Merry Christmas, a Happy New Year. Thank you for your podcast, and I hope you continue on into the new year. Keep it going strong. So that was Evil Jeff of Minions and Musings. In his podcast, he chats about RPG, doing like RPG with his kids and stuff, um, as well as just RPG in general, and it's very, very cool. Uh, Minions and Musings, go check it out. All right, yes, Jeff, merchandising, it is painful all right <laughs> but I do love my job a lot because I get to walk into a store and make it look pretty in a way that meets the rules and is of my own kind of design which is fun and people are usually pretty happy to see me because they know I'm there to help them you know so I get hugs and I get like chocolate sometimes and it's pretty sweet so, yeah, um, I do love my job. Thanks for the lovely Merry Christmas message that you left that I haven't um, played here today as well, just purely because of a lack of time, really. Um, it meant a lot to receive those messages from you and also from John over at Red Dice Diaries, so thank you to him as well. It's a really neat group of people over at the Audio Dungeon, super welcoming and super awesome, so... If you're uh, into old school games and um, learning more about them, definitely try and get yourself an invite to head over there and chat with some awesome people. Okay, so we're at the end of another episode. And as you know, it's time for another New Zealand song. There I go, tapping on my desk again. Lame. Julia, you're so lame. Anyway, <laughs> um, I'm sharing the standout New Zealand single of Soaked by 19-year-old New Zealand, oh my god, 19. Anyway, New Zealand pop singer Benny. Um, can't believe she's already achieved so much at 19. 19, I was barely able to like do anything. I was living with my 
boyfriend at the time in a flat that was next to his mother's house and occasionally she would like feed us still because we could not figure it out for ourselves um I'm 19 I was such a waste of space anyway um this song smashed the charts in 2019 topped the New Zealand annual singles list beating some seriously awesome New Zealand artists to do it as well The song is actually about the feeling of regret you have, like looking back on an important conversation and wishing that you'd found the right words to say in that moment at, you know, at the right time. Um, And that's how I spent a lot of my 2019 uh, regretting not being able to find the right words in the right moment or having the time to have those important conversations. So... I'm determined to be better in 2020 or 2020, the year of the double crit. I love it. I say it all the time. Anyway, uh, it's a sweet tune. So Anchorites, you've got a clip and all you other way, way are or beautiful uh, people can head to Spotify. Stephanie actually hit me up uh, for the playlist on Spotify the other day on Twitter. So it's there under the same name as the podcast, Jules from NZ. Um, and I'll pop a link in the episode notes for you all so that you can just click through to the Spotify playlist. So I made it real easy for you to get some seriously good New Zealand music uh, into you. As always, enohora, aroha nui, and kakitayano. Mwah! See you next time!